Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl and girlfriend. Happy Saturday. I hope you are having an amazing day wherever you are right now. Whatever you're doing, I want you to take this next 20 minutes and make it the most empowering part of your day. Allow it to radiate throughout your entire body and then take that energy and go share it with the world because heaven knows we need more of it. We need more vibrant people out there being excited, being happy, smiling at other people. You know, it really blows my mind, especially like when I go to the grocery store or if I'm out somewhere in public and I look at somebody and I'll smile, maybe nod my head or say good morning or whatever the case might be, and they look at me like I'm crazy. They look at me like I have just harmed them in some way or that I'm smiling at them because my next move is to steal their purse. How did we get to this point where we have become so skeptical of other human beings? And I totally understand being aware of your surroundings, staying vigilant, like, yes, we need to be safe. But when we're out in public, especially like at the grocery store, and I just smile at somebody else and they look back at me like I've just offended them or they're just shocked that somebody would smile or say good morning, I don't understand. And I always used to be the person that would think, oh, well, if you're going to act like that, then maybe I just shouldn't smile at people. And I've completely let go of that thought. I am still going to smile at you. I'm still going to say good morning. Even if you don't say anything back, I'm not going to let that negative energy stop me from being a happy, positive person to other people because you never know who needs it. And I think that's the main takeaway of what I'm trying to say right here. I want you to take this positive energy. I want you to smile and say good morning and get people excited. Even if they don't give you anything in return, I want you to continue to be that light for other people because there are people that need your smile. They need that good morning or that good afternoon because it could totally turn their day around. So no matter how other people are responding, no matter what they're doing, I want you to keep the focus on you. How can you continue to keep sharing that positivity, sharing that radiant light? And I promise you, it's going to be worth it, even if there are people who try to say, nah, forget about those people. We don't need them in our life. We are leaving them right where they need to be. We're not taking their energy with us. And on that note, I would like to remind you, if you are feeling generous today, please feel free to like, share, subscribe, tag a friend, let somebody else know about the podcast, get them pumped up because we are on a mission to change our lives, level up in every way possible. And one of the best ways we can do that is by building a community of women who are on the same page, who are looking to level up their lives, even if the direct situations are different because we're all going through different things. We're all healing and growing in different ways, but on a grand scale, We are doing this together. And when you know that you have a community of women who are doing it with you and working on bettering themselves every day, it makes it that much easier to continue on your journey when days are hard. I actually read this study this morning. So I read it in the book, The Power of Habit. Um, I'm not sure how old the study was. I'm not sure if new studies have come out since then, but I thought it was really fascinating. So 
Here's the premise of the study. A researcher separated individuals into two groups, group A and group B. And the individuals in group A, they were put in a room with freshly baked hot chocolate chip cookies. So kind of like a closet size room and there's nothing in the room except a chair and these fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. And the researcher says to the individuals in group A, okay, we're conducting this experiment. All I need you to do is sit here and not touch the cookies for five minutes. Here's why we're doing it. Here's what we, um, here's the hypothesis that we have. Here's the research that we've done on it. So just very calmly encouraging, you know, I know that you can do this, reminding the participants about every feature of the, of the research experiment. And then she left them alone for five minutes. And then with group B, the individuals in that group, the researcher put the, those individuals in the same room with the same chocolate chip cookies and the chair. And basically all she said was, do not touch those cookies for five minutes or else. Something like that. Maybe she didn't threaten them with the or else, but it was a very blunt direction. Do not eat the cookies no matter what. And then she proceeded to leave the individual in the room for five minutes. So everybody in group A and group B sat in this room with cookies for five minutes. And then after the five minutes were up, she went back into the room and then she took the individual into another room with a computer and the directions were basically, I want you to tap this button every time that you see a four and a six flash on the screen consecutively. And here's what happened. The group A, the ones who were treated very kindly and with a lot of encouragement and respect, they had no problem hitting the space bar at the right time after they saw the four and the six flash consecutively. But group B, or the group who was treated very rudely, they were very short with those individuals, they had a terrible time hitting the button at the right time when they saw the four and the six flash. So the whole point of this experiment was to test willpower, but to change the conditions a little bit to see how willpower is used based on certain situations. So in group A, when they felt like they were being cheered on, they had the accountability, they felt like they had autonomy, they had no problem testing their willpower against the cookies. They could sit there for five minutes, they didn't touch the cookies, but then when they were given the task on the computer to hit the button at a certain time, they also had no problem doing that. And then in group B, when they were just very bluntly told, do not touch those cookies, they didn't have a problem touching the cookies. They could sit there for five minutes, not touch the cookies, but then when they were given the second task on the computer, they performed horribly. And it was almost as if their willpower had run out and they just couldn't bring themselves to continue with the task once they got to the computer. Whereas in group A, they had no problem doing the task on the computer. So it's basically showing that when we know that we have autonomy, when we know that we are being cheered on and we have accountability, we have more willpower to do more things versus just being given an order or thinking that we have to do something or else, and then our willpower runs out. And the main reason that I bring up that study is not just because I find it fascinating, but I do think that it gives a lot of insight into one of the most common questions that I get asked in my DMs, in emails, everywhere. And it's basically, 
Maggie, why am I having such a hard time sticking to an exercise routine or a nutrition routine? Why does it feel like I don't have any willpower or motivation to continue with it? And I think that part of the reason most of us have a hard time sticking to an exercise routine or a nutrition routine is because we feel like it's an order. It's something that we're being forced to do. And when we're forced to do something, we tend to not have as much willpower to do it because we feel like we have no control over the situation. And I know exactly how it feels to be in that space where it feels like exercise is a chore, and we might feel very motivated for a day or three days, but then inevitably it gets to that point where we're dragging, can't get ourselves out of bed, we start focusing on how sore we feel, and then we're like, nah, I'll just give it a day, and then a day of rest turns into three days of rest, and then a week of rest, and then we get back to the point where we think, wow, I'm right back where I started. Why does that continue to happen? Why do we not feel like we have that willpower? And I think that study is a really good example of this. As long as we feel like we're being dragged along and we don't have any control, why on earth would our willpower be sustainable? It's really not because we don't feel like we're in charge of what's going on. So if that's the place that you're in right now, and I really want you to think about this. When you think about your exercise routine or a nutrition routine in particular, does it feel like it's a chore and it's something that you just need to do or that you're being forced to do? Or is it something that you genuinely enjoy? And for most people, if they're really honest with themselves, they say, I don't enjoy it. I do feel like I just need to do it or it's being forced on me. And of course, if that's the way you feel, why would it continue? Why would you create the habit? Which, don't get me wrong, I do know people that say they absolutely loathe exercise, they only do it because they have to, and they've created the habit of doing it consistently. So I'm not saying it can't happen, but that sounds pretty dreadful to me. If you're going to make something part of your life and do it daily or every other day, and you don't even like it, you just do it because you have to, that sounds awful to me. It doesn't sound like something that I want to endure, and I wouldn't want my clients to go through that either. So instead of feeling that way, we need to get to the point where we do feel like we are in charge of our routine. It feels good. We have a purpose for doing it, and we know that we're going to get the reward at the end of each exercise, and we're going to get the reward of those long-term benefits of exercising, eating healthy, and doing all of those good things. And I do really think that part of the reason that so many of us look at exercise as a chore is because it's just been ingrained in our heads for most of our lives. Like, this is something you need to be doing, and if you don't do it, you're going to die. And the marketing around health and exercise specifically can be so dangerous and so negative. And we've gotten to this point, possibly subconsciously, where we know that exercise is the right thing to do, but because it's been forced upon us and we feel like we don't have any power over it, we've come to not really like it. And I do think there's something to be said for the fact that our society is very sedentary as a whole. Everybody has desk jobs or they work from home and they're in their favorite chair all day. We've become very sedentary. And when the body becomes sedentary, it likes to stay there. 
Even if it feels uncomfortable, that's what it gets used to. It goes into a very relaxed, sedentary state, and then trying to alter that or change it becomes pretty difficult. You need to exert a whole lot of willpower to be able to get out of that rut, to be able to create a new habit where you feel like you are consistently exercising, eating healthy, doing all of the things. So if you combine both of those things where exercise has been shoved down our throats our entire lives and it's just something that we know we're supposed to do and we're very sedentary creatures as a whole, when you take those two things and put them together, it's no wonder that most people do not have a consistent workout routine or a consistent nutrition plan. But that doesn't mean you're doomed. If you are somebody and you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I know I need to get back into it. I just can't find the motivation. I can't seem to find that willpower. It's okay. Being able to recognize those thoughts and hear them and think of a solution, that's huge. That means that you're ready to make the change. You just need the right tools. And when it comes to finding the right tools, I really believe that one of the best things we can do when creating an exercise or a nutrition routine, well, there's a couple of things that I think are very helpful. The first is having a solid purpose, a very personal, close to the heart purpose about why you are choosing to exercise, eat healthy, and become a healthier person. So I don't want you to think that you have to do it just because all these people on TikTok are telling you that you should, or because these commercials are telling you that you need the latest and greatest gym equipment and you need these dumbbells and if you don't exercise, you're going to die. I don't want you to think about any of that stuff. I want you to bring this back to a very personal level where you are doing this because you know the outcome that it's going to have. You know that you're going to live longer. You know that you are going to be a better spouse or a better partner or a better mom. Or you're doing this because you want to be able to walk up a flight of steps without getting winded. Or you want to be able to play with your kids outside. Or you want to be on the beach confidently in a bathing suit where you don't hate yourself. When you get to a very personal level about why you are doing a specific thing, it makes it a whole lot easier to actually continue with the thing. And for me, it's not just enough to think about your purpose. I want you to write it down. I want you to put it somewhere where you can see it. Make it the background on your phone. Put sticky notes near your desk or your bathroom mirror. It might sound cliche, but have you actually tried it? Have you written your purpose for exercise, nutrition, or whatever it might be? Have you taken that, written it down, and put it somewhere where you could see it all the time? There is so much power of being able to remind ourselves of our purpose, and I want you to give it a shot. So if you're having a hard time right now and you're trying to get back into it, I need you, I am urging you today to take some time to sit down and write out your purpose. Why are you choosing to exercise? Why are you choosing to follow a nutrition plan? Get super personal. And this can be anything. There's absolutely no judgment. So don't hold anything back. If you just want to look better in the mirror, that's huge. Write that down. If you want to be stronger for your kids, write that down. If you want to look sexy as hell at your next high school reunion, write that down. There is no judgment in your purpose. But I promise you, the stronger your purpose, the more emotionally connected you feel to it the easier it's going to be to do these things when they get hard. 
And once you have your purpose, you have it written down, you have it visible so that you can see it, whether it's on your phone screen or it's hung up somewhere, I want you to make sure that not only are you staying devoted to your purpose, but you have a plan. I see this all the time with new clients when we start working together. When I start asking them about their exercise habits, their nutrition habits, they always tend to tell me that they don't have a solid plan or they haven't had a solid plan. They're not really sure what they're supposed to be doing in the gym. They're not really sure what they're supposed to be eating or how they're supposed to be tracking their food. Are they even supposed to be tracking their food at all? All of these questions come up and it's made me realize that there is a lot of confusion around exercise and health. But here's the thing. I do think that the health and fitness industry has made it feel confusing on purpose because they want you to spend all kinds of money on the latest fad and they want you to believe that they can get you to your goal weight quicker than this other person. There's a lot of marketing crap and scams out there and they're trying to appeal to your psychology and persuasion by making you think that they can get you to your goal the quickest. But here's the thing, sister. The fad diet, the fad exercises that you're seeing on TikTok, yeah, they might look cool, but you don't need any of that. You don't need to jump onto the latest fad bandwagon. You don't need to do these crazy, potentially dangerous exercises that you're seeing on social media. And I hear that from clients a lot where they say, well, I saw this video on TikTok and it was this full routine, so I've been trying to incorporate that, but my knee kind of hurts when I do this and my wrist doesn't really do that bendy thing. We don't need any of that stuff. Bottom line. The key to fitness and nutrition is consistency and simplicity and efficiency. If you take consistency, simplicity, and efficiency, and you use all three of those to your advantage every time you work out, I promise you, you are going to see the results that you want. When I train with my clients, whether it's in person or virtually, every workout program that I create is based upon the five essential movement patterns for humans. So push, pull, hinge, lunge, and jump. Everything outside of that, all of these weird twisty things or these crazy acrobatic movements that we see on social media, yeah, they look cool, but they're not really efficient. So again, when we take consistency, simplicity, and efficiency, and we apply that to every workout, the results are inevitable. And one of the biggest misconceptions that we have been fed is that these amazing drastic changes are going to happen in two days or a week. And that's just not the case. And if it is, I promise you, it's a dangerous fad. It's going to get you hurt and it's not going to give you the long-term success that you're looking for. So we have been primed to search for the quick fix. We all want to get there as quickly as possible. We don't want to have to work hard. That's basically how our society has been trained. So I want you to know from this point forward, you are no longer that person. You are willing to do what it takes over time to create the body that you desire. And you are going to get there, but you've got to put the work in. And you need to let go of this idea that you need the latest fad or the latest crazy exercises. You don't. You need consistency, simplicity, and efficiency. 
And if you're having a hard time creating your own workout program or your own nutrition plan, absolutely reach out to me. This is what I do with my clients. My job is not to add to your plate. My job is to help you manage it. So no matter what level of of expertise that you're at right now, you could be a beginner, you could be a pro. If you're having trouble, reach out and let's talk about it. Let's get you set up with a solid plan that is 100% tailored to you. But overall, I want you to know that you've got this. No matter where you are right now, no matter how many times you feel like you failed in the past, you've got this. And when you start to look at all of this as a whole, when you start to develop your purpose and you have a solid plan in place, amazing things are going to happen. You just need to trust the process and trust that you are capable of getting there. So that's all the time that we have for today. Please feel free to send any questions that you have over to my email, heymaggie at weprevail.biz. I want y'all to enjoy your weekend. Keep sharing that radiant light that you have, and I will catch you on the flip side.